Hey, it's Friday, which means it's another episode of People Like You. My name is Emmanuel Osaseri, your online personal trainer and wellness coach. And today I met with a very special guest, Mr. Daryl Santos. So um, me and Daryl have known each other for uh, for a little while now, and um, we uh, met in the Toastmasters um, community group that they have here for for young leaders. And uh, Daryl's very good at talking; has a bunch to share. Um, super charismatic, super smart. So um, he, I, I believe uh, he just started um, or just got back on his fitness exercise journey, and he's going to share that a little bit. But before we get started, go ahead and introduce yourself, Daryl. Yeah, Emmanuel, thanks for letting me uh, participate in this podcast with you. Yeah, my name is Gerald Santos. Uh, I'm the agency owner of Farmers Insurance. Our, our business is located right there on 1010 Callaway Drive, Suite 100. Um, but yeah, working there um, has been a journey. So being a business owner and really trying to balance that out with healthy eating and because it's very easy to get caught up in doing all these business lunches, networking lunches. Right, of um, but yeah, you know, I tore my Achilles maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. so that's something later on we could potentially talk about and how that's been a, a rough journey, especially for someone that played basketball all the time. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah, we definitely will get into that. <laughs> um, so what? Um, where are you at right now with your exercise, um, with your exercise journey, your, your routine? Because mm-hmm. I know I visited you at your office not too long ago, and you had these the the five F's, like personal principles that you lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, share what those are. Yeah, so my family five core values is uh, are the five F's that we talked about or that you saw on the board was first my faith, and then my family, um, and then it's finances, fun. And fitness. Finance is fun and fitness. Perfect. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And then I saw that in action when you posted um, some clips of you at the gym, Mm. sweating and breathing hard um, and just getting it in with the fitness aspect of it. So kind of talk about um, how you got into that, where you're at right now. So I guess most of my journey to, to take it way back when it all first started, I was an overweight kid. For as long as I can remember, I was a kid in fifth, sixth grade that would come home after school, eat a family-sized bag of what was it barbecue lays and watch like two episodes of Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> and probably be halfway through the bag if not finish the bag. And so I, my eating habits were not the best. Right. But um, through there, I had an uncle who ended up going into the army EOD. And as he was working his way through, I think, ROTC in high school and whatnot um, and doing other uh, related things to help him get a, a foot up, he, I trained with him. And so a lot of my mentality came from him. He was a big fan of uh, Timothy Ferris. He was a big Stoic. So my uncle got into yeah. that of Stoicism. Yeah. And so the mindset he had, he was actually, I don't think he did it on purpose, but really shared that with me. He was like, you could do this. He had a way of being a negative encourager, but for, which is what? Um, it was like, uh, how do I say it? Or it, it just sounds, it just sounds mean. <laughs> well, he was like my uncle's like my older brother because he's only, I think like four, less than five years older okay. than me. But we grew up in the same household. We grew up in a house of fifteen people, so we had three, yeah, three families living under one. So growing up in a family like that and having Filipino grandparents just cooking like it's a feast every day again filipino food is not the healthiest food, yeah. especially the lumpias and all yeah, that stuff, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah where i'm at right now in regards to my journey it's uh it's frustrating in all honesty because 
I was the person who did uh, P90X probably twice, was successful at it, and then did Insanity about two or three times and was successful at it and was able to do push-ups. My intensity was good. My conditioning was good. Um, but again, it's what it comes down to is a lot of sustainability right. in regards to how often are you working out, um, what, what are you eating, and then what really changed was more of just life-changing, um, going from being a college student to now being a working professional and then getting married. That's a whole new yeah. phase, right? Because yeah. now you're not only eating for yourself, you're eating for two. Right. And then now owning a business and trying to still be able to work out and eat well. And right now it's just – it's. I got on this podcast with you even though it made me uncomfortable because I want to make a statement later on throughout this exactly. podcast where nice. where it's going to hold me accountable. Respect. And that's, that's the biggest part. Respect. There's a ton. <laughs> there's a ton to unpack there. Um, I want to start with um, with your uncle. Going back to your uncle yeah. and just kind of the influence that he had on you. What, were you doing stuff together with him, or did you just kind of start to taper off and do your own things? Did you take that motivation or that that tough love that he gave mm-hmm. you, and then just kind of honed it into yourself or did you work with them so it, so my uncle is uh again he's a he's a loving guy he was he was different because he was uh he's half white half filipino right um and then that's a whole nother story but with him he i would go work out with him um we would go run on the beach together um and i still remember that run to this day one of the worst worst runs i have ever done we did about a mile and on the way back, I just remember, him, come on, you could do it. It's like, you don't want to be that fatty. He's like, you know you want to do it. Come on. So, so again, it was like negative but also positive at the same time. Um, for me, I didn't know any better. I was, you know, I was young. But through that journey uh, of doing that with him, it really resonated with me. As you could see, like, you know, my facial expressions, how, how has it affected me. I've actually had that picture in my mind as I really – um, pushed myself right. a lot of it was very mental um, you know from that point moving forward because like I said well, I'd come home and play uh, watch TV and eat snacks junk food there's a point in time where I was like okay I'm, I, I'm not making the team but I'm playing recreationally at the park right. and I still like I still want to be good so right. I end up running three miles around my apartment complex when I was younger, I think like in junior high or something to get my weight under control. Nice, nice. And you mentioned something earlier, um, and I appreciate the honesty as far as you being frustrated and stuff with where you're currently at, but you you mentioned something that I think is a buzzword to help with that, and that's consistency. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's, I mean, I'll never get tired of preaching consistency. (laughs) And I think part of it is just starting off small, um, like you went like doing P90X and insanity. Like I did insanity with my girlfriend like a couple months back and it's no joke. So to commit to doing something that intense long term, first of all, I commend you for it. <laughs> but as you can see, it's kind of hard to keep up and sustain mm-hmm. for the for a lifestyle. I teach lifestyle. What, what what can you do today that you can do for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. So are you kind of learning right now as far as like just or how are you building consistency? How, yeah. how are you working on it? Let me ask you that. No, no, it's definitely a good question because what I've uh, come to learn recently is you have to be honest with yourself right. and and set realistic bars. If you're a person that has never gone to the gym in your life or never worked out and you end up getting that gym pass because you want to make that difference, 
the gym pass is not going to help you lose the weight. Right. But what you can do, like you, when you talk about setting small habits, get that gym pass, go to the gym at least at a certain time in the morning that you want to build that habit, scan in and walk out. Right, right. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's that simple and just like matching it to, matching your workout to your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. What works for you as a um, as an insurance agent, as a business owner, may mm-hmm. not be sustainable for your wife, for your friends, or something like that. Like right. it's about what works for me, Daryl, where I'm at, mm-hmm. and your schedule. I'm sure changes throughout the year, or at mm-hmm. least every couple of years. And so, just finding that consistency and that adaptability to am I doing the bare minimum that I can do, mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. So I think that's really cool. I think that's what it's all about, mm-hmm. really. Um, what are some things that, or what are some benefits Benefits that you're seeing as far as um, what your exercise is helping you with? Like, are, is it helping you with focus at work? Is it helping mm-hmm. you to sleep better? Do you feel more energetic, confidence, anything? Yeah, so working out, especially being a business owner, um, and also, also being someone that's always trying to find ways of bettering oneself. Right. So, again, for me, I've really picked up a lot of reading, a lot of audios, and um, trying to spend more quality time with my wife. And my wife and I, we. Our fitness journey, her fitness journey has definitely, like, she probably should be one of your guests in all honesty because her journey in this past year has all been built on consistency. And for me, what I've learned when I, because I go off and on on my fitness journey, but I I know I've really honed in on portion control. That's really one of the biggest ones. Um, But where ideally, where I see myself succeed when I start working out is just working out in the morning. Because I could give myself the best instead of going throughout the entire day yes, and give myself yeah, the leftovers, yes, right? Yeah. So if I could give myself give myself the best of giving that solid workout in, I was like, okay, Daryl, you know, you did your part. Um, it's it's just day one. Don't go all out because you're gonna hurt yourself or you're gonna be super sore and then you can't do nothing the next day. And that's what that's one of my weaknesses because again with the insanity the P ninety X, especially my uncle, um, what I've learned from him was like, all right, go balls to the wall, go all out. Zero to working. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like and again with me is like if I for me being the mental guy is like, Oh, I done this before, I could do it again, but my body is not there. <laughs> so that's one of the toughest things. But coming up in the morning um, and giving myself the best is what I've learned that's worked. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I'm I'm actually, uh, ironically, I, uh, this next Tuesday's video that I'm going to do, the, my Tuesday tips and tutorial video mm-hmm. is actually going to be on helping people who have taken time or fallen off from the gym mm-hmm. workout. And I think it's, t- I think I want to title it something like how to bounce back after you, after you fall off. And I find it that so many people, they want to, but once they fall off, that becomes habit. And then they want to jump back in. And like you say, boss of all, they just want to like zero to a hundred and just like, mm-hmm. all right, well, I've missed the last three months of working out. Let me try to hurry up and make that up by doing this two hour <laughs> CrossFit insanity workout. And it's like, no, 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 no. Start off small. And it's one of the things I'm going to talk about is about just starting off small. And then you're a smart guy. You know, a lot of quotes. I don't know if you heard the one. Um, Success builds upon success or the feeling of success builds mm-hmm. upon success. It's sort of like when you do something small consistently, it builds momentum. Mm-hmm. And then that helps you along the fitness journey to mm-hmm. gradually incrementally. So what do you think about that? Yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. There's a book called Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Right. And um, have you re- have have you read that? No. no. So that with that book though, it's really talking about consistency. Okay. And then there's a, there's a chapter in it, I believe it's called Big Mo. 
suffer momentum. Yeah. And it's that's that's exactly what it is. Is when it because um, I've seen it with myself and my wife. We actually have worked out primarily of not eating meat um, since October, no December last year. And um, again, we just did it with small things over time, and then eventually. Primarily, we don't eat meat at home. But if we go out and eat meat, right. that's perfectly fine. But again, right. it's like in portion control, like you said. But going in regards to the gym, and um, for me, I'm doing more kettlebell exercises than anything than actual heavier weights and whatnot, like back in CrossFit when I used to do that. Nice. Um, more for mobility reasons and also longevity. Um, yeah, just as a human being. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Um, I want to go back to what you said at the beginning, and uh-huh. that is your uh, your Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. So I've t- uh, I've I've uh, had surgery on my knee before, and I know that that's how that's affected my workouts and even just mentally as well too. Um, kind of talk about the process of how that was, how it affected your exercise and. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark place sometimes, man. Because Achilles is actually, that's a 9 to 12 month rehab, about 9 to 12 months. And so is ACL. So. If you're consistent. If you're consistent. It could be longer. Exactly. <laughs> right. So I'm on the non-consistency part of that, unfortunately. Um, but that's why I went to the kettlebells and whatnot. But when I first, when I first uh, tore my Achilles... Um, I was thinking to myself, man, I'm never going to play basketball again. Like, full-on, balls-to-the-wall type of thing. And that was really sad um, when that happened because I enjoy all my friends play basketball. And for me, um, after I got that cast taken off, um, my my calf was like the size of my forearm. And it was really sad to see. And I took great pride in my calves. I had the I had the tree trunk yeah. the calves. I was like, yeah. I was happy wearing shorts. I was like, people, you know how people are proud of their six pack. Yeah, that's how calves, proud I man. was of my calves. Because calves are genetic, <laughs> man. You either got them or you don't, for the most part, anyways. So then, um, yeah, when I realized I could, um, I messed up my Achilles and I didn't have strength in my calf. I was like, okay, so that that means CrossFit's kind of out when when it comes to like power cleans and whatnot, which was unfortunate because I was proud of what I was able to accomplish there. Um, but again, it's after you get through the, the mental hurdle of, okay, this is what reality is temporarily, um, I could definitely build back up to it. I think everyone could come back from anything as if they have the consistency in it. So that's why for me right now, it's, uh, just been kettlebells, keeping the mobility there, keeping my range of motion. Um, I think more of my fitness, instead of coming more of like physique of what it looks like, it's more of how I feel and keeping my range of mobility and something that's going to be sustainable because I do want to be a father. I want to be, right. I want to be the hot grandpa. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's my goal. <laughs> right. For sure. And no, that's, that's right on. I think it's so important to just, I'm such a big fan or such a big proponent of thinking, looking down the line and stuff. Where do I want to be? What type of lifestyle do I want to have? Um, down, um, down the line. Do I, do I still want to be active? Do I want to be able to bend down and pick up my grandkids without mm-hmm. any problems, stuff like that? So I'm always. That's actually, that's actually probably the biggest, um, the biggest motivating factor for me is I always want to be that, like he's a sexy grandpa, or that active guy. I want to be yeah, that guy yeah. that's 60 years old that can still run a half marathon, mm-hmm. marathon or whatever. Um, and so that's all. I'm always keeping that stuff in the back <laughs> of my. Everybody has different like motivations and stuff. Right, but. and then that, but. But I think that's the key, though, to anyone's fitness, regardless of if they're doing CrossFit or anything else at the gym. I think if they, as long as they have their why, 
the yeah. purpose behind it um, is what's going to really help you stick with that consistency. Yeah. And that's really a testimony to my wife because she wants to be she she wants to have a natural childbirth, and I'm supporting her in that. So again, it's uh, eating right, exercising right. You know, now she's doing two days, and she starts working. Uh, she starts working out in the morning at five, six o'clock in the morning. Nice. And this was coming from a woman who told me, "Is like I will never work out in the morning because I love my sleep." Wow! But she's learned that um, over time. It's like I'm just so tired after work. I'm so drained. So then she gives herself the best, and then she now even has energy to go back to the gym to do a combat class because she's having fun with it. So, but, and she's lost about 40 pounds. So I'm telling you, you nice. she's probably, would love to have her on, <laughs> by the way, for the record, would love to have her on. Um, that, that's awesome. So with, with your family, you and your wife, um, you said you cut out meat, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, like you said, the culture of, uh, the challenge of cultural foods, I'm Nigerian as well too. Mm -hmm. So it's very much the same as far as like the, you know, the high carb and the high, you yeah, know, the rice for yeah, for sure. Oof same thing so um what are some other things aside from cutting out meat is that kind of where you guys are at right now um with your with your current diet plan or your your current eating plan or yeah we're primarily again we we don't go out and purchase meat for our normal groceries right um again we had some friends that just taught us and from there our curiosity has really just flourished in regards to how can we make food taste good without meat and also feeling good right um and i think a lot of it it's just being uneducated yeah again i'm not no expert or anything but again my stomach's full <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm not dying i'm not getting sick yeah um so yeah by taking out meat it's we just we're just okay with it, it it's, it's small steps yeah um, but overall, we don't. When we feel full, it's not a heavy full. Right. Um, but it's just a light full, and if we get hungry, then we eat again. Yeah. Most of what we're eating are what legumes, beans. Right. For protein. Um, yeah. 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 And it's yeah, no complaints. I think we've really been on this chili, chili going. That's like for the past two weeks. It's just that good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, man. Um, as a matter of fact, my girlfriend she cooks exactly like that. She mm -hmm. um she doesn't cook meat. Which has made her a really creative cook. Like mm -hmm. it, it's funny. Like each time we go, we go shopping at Winco down the street mm -hmm. um, every Sunday. And I, I'm a very routine eater. Like I said it uh, with the episode with uh, Tyler last episode. But I, I'm very simple with just, you know, I just need something to pop in the ovens. Give me some pre-seasoned <laughs> salmon, some rice that I can do in the rice cooker, mm -hmm. and then I'm good for the week. Throwing some veggies or whatever. She'll find a new recipe every week mm -hmm. and we'll be at the grocery store looking at like for seasonings and stuff. And she's just going through all these seasonings that neither of us have ever heard of. Yeah. And we're there for like 10 minutes. But it's I always tease her. But at the same time, it's admirable because she's learning how to cook in different ways. And it's because mm -hmm. she's not just settling for meat. She's learning how to cook all these fancy vegan dishes and stuff, mm -hmm. which are really, really good. Yeah. So I, I like to your point as well. There's one recipe. So there's a gal, um, uh, her YouTube channel, I think, is Sweet Potato Soul. Uh -huh. And uh, what was it? It was black bean burgers. Mm. When we had those black bean burgers, okay, they definitely take some time. But man, yeah. after you put that love into making those black bean burgers, 
Mm. Yeah. They're bomb. They, they, yeah. they definitely will hold you over for a couple hours. Right. I, I, I hopefully, I'm hoping it's something that's contagious that happens to me being more of a patient cook. Cause like I said, I'm just, I just need something to pop in and out of the oven real quick <laughs> for the week. But it, it's it, like you said, dude, once you put that tender love and care and stuff, and you actually cook like real food to like enjoy mm-hmm. throughout the week. It's awesome. It just takes time. Yeah, and we pre- and so we'll, what we do, we prep. We so right. we'll, we'll prep on. So we'll go to the grocery store, Winco as well on, on Sunday, um, and then we'll prep our food and cook up until Wednesday, and then we'll end up cooking again on Wednesday. That would hold us over to the weekend. Right. Right. So, but yeah, it's definitely, and that's being busy for sure. I think by prepping your food, it helps out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. What What are um. Uh, what are some goals that you have overall? You may have touched on it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. where, where are you at with what you're working towards? So when I say goals, what what's your motivation, I guess, or your desire personally? Is it consistency? Is it just, are, do you have a target that you're aiming mm-hmm. for? So <laughs> I think it was like three months ago, I told my wife, I, my heaviest was 275, mm-hmm. and I'm 5'5", five five, so that's pretty heavy. And um, I, 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 blame, I tell my wife, it's my legs. My, my thighs are really big. <laughs> right. I got heavy legs. <laughs> Works every time. But, um, yeah, so I'm right now I'm down to a 245, and that's where I was three months ago. So it's still been consistent, even though I've been going to the gym. Um, I wanted to get down to – three months ago, I wanted to get down to 168 by June next year. Mm-hmm. The reason – it. Again, it's, it's it may sound weird to people listening, but it's for a life insurance policy, um, because again, if how life insurance works when it comes to um, your weight, they they don't discriminate either. It's just you weigh this, and this is what your body mass index should be. And this is your rate. So I want a really good rate for the rest right. of my life. People don't, you know what? That's something to really <laughs> think about. Like people don't really think about that as well, too. So, but I mean. The realistic, the reality of it, I don't know. I mean, it can be possible, but I know like at 205, 210, um, or 205 to 215, that's where for me, ideally, I, I remember what I looked like, I remember how I felt, and that was great. Um, essentially, the number's not too much of a big deal for me personally. Right. Um, it's more of my uncle, that same uncle I'm talking about, he was like, it's more about how you feel and right. how you look. Right, exactly. So, but yeah, I would like to get down to back to 205, 215, ideally, looking like that. And if I could get back into CrossFit and building up my calf again in order to start doing some power cleans or something. Yeah. Yeah. Most deaf, most deaf, man. Hey, so towards the end of each episode, you've shared a lot of great stuff. I know you read a lot of books and you yeah. have a lot of knowledge that's, that you can apply to like fitness and life. <laughs> I like to have for my guests to, I like for my guests to leave um, one piece of fitness advice um, that that helps you along your fitness journey, mm-hmm. no matter where you're at. What can you leave with our listeners? Whether it's a quote, a book to read, a mantra that you have. So I got two um, cool. two two quotes. Well, the first quote is, um, "If you think you can, or you think you can't, you're correct." By right. Henry, Ford. Henry Ford, right? Right. And then the other one's not necessarily a quote, but it's more of uh, more of a request of you to to yourself is. Uh, um, t- you know, respect yourself, talk to yourself. A lot of, a lot of, um, fitness and even in life is self-talk. Right. So when you're working out and you're, 
trying to get that last push-up in or you have two push-ups to go, what are you saying to yourself when you're struggling? You're like, come on, you, you were here before, you could do it again, just do it one more time. Get down, all right, now push up. Yes, you're struggling, keep going. And you have to just be able, you have to be your biggest cheerleader right. is the biggest part of right. it all. No, that's, um, that's very interesting. I heard that, I read somewhere random, like a random stat a while ago, that people who talk to themselves um, have a higher, have, tend to have, a, like it shows like an indicator of intelligence almost sort of thing. Okay. Um, and I think it kind of has to do with what you said as well too, because I think so, it's so easy to just, I like what you said, like what's going through your mind when you have one push-up left to do or one pull-up mm-hmm. left to do? Are you uplifting yourself or are you just like, you know, are you your worst critic to the point of just not doing it at all sort of thing? No, for sure. I agree with you. And even part of some networking groups, like some people give, they sucker punch themselves when they're selling themselves. And they're like, yeah, uh, mortgage is boring. What? And I'm like, why are you saying that? This is what you do. Right. You should be excited about it. And again, when we work out, we should be excited about it and saying that we're doing something great for ourselves. Yeah. It's like, I'm doing this. Whatever your why is behind it. For my wife, it's she wants to be able to have a natural birth and she wants to be able to be there for her kids. Nice. So Perfect. then for me, it's again, it's just like I want to be there for my wife and kids as well. And it's just I've. Again, with a lot of the books I read and audios I listen to, the biggest part is what's your self-talk like? Right. What are you telling yourself? Are right. you yourself the biggest cheerleader? Right. Exactly. I like that. Great stuff. So towards the end of each episode, mm-hmm. I like to um, have some fun with my guest and kind of see how your mind works with some rapid quick fire questions. Let's go. Are you prepared? Let's do it. Of course you're prepared. All right. What is the first thing Daryl thinks of when he wakes up? Uh, gratitude. Gratitude. Mm, that's a good one. Would you rather be a master of every musical instrument or fluent in every language? Ooh, language. Language. Would you rather be a deep sea diver or an astronaut? Mm, that's a good one. I know it gets people every time. Yeah. Both are unknown, so I'll say astronaut. Astronaut. I think most people say astronaut. I'd rather do deep. Actually, I, I said I'd rather do deep sea diver, and then I saw a picture like randomly on Google, and it was just like the sea can get pretty dark. Like once you get past a certain level where the sunlight's not permeating through the water, mm-hmm. it's like pitch black down there. I'm That's like, where you get all those illuminating. Yeah, I'm cool on that. Not that deep. <laughs> not that deep. <laughs> Would you rather take a guaranteed hundred thousand dollars or a fifty-fifty shot at a million? I'll take the fifty-fifty. Me too. Uh, tacos or pizza? Ooh. I can eat a lot of both. So if they're both quality is good. Yeah. Pizza. I'll go with pizza. Mm, pizza. Okay. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. Money or free time? Free time. Beach or mountains? Ooh. Beach. Winter or summer? Winter. It's hot. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's so hot out here. What did you want to be as a kid growing up? Ooh. That's a good one yeah, because I, I've talked a lot about it or not talked a lot about it, but heard a lot of people ask that question. I always try to think back and to be honest, I don't know if there was really anything. Um, I think it was more of, I think I realized I wanted to have money Yeah. when I was young yeah. just because I know we didn't have much. Right. So. No, I expect yeah. that. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you're doing that now. <laughs> um, one famous person, dead or alive, you'd love to have dinner with? Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, dead or alive, Albert Einstein would probably be an interesting. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Albert Einstein. I'm trying to think how that would... Actually, it would be good to read a documentary on him. I actually don't know a whole lot about him. 
Mm-hmm. Like I know like the basic stuff, but like yeah. just getting more in depth. Oh in his no, story. no, no! I know. okay. Who I really, really would love to have a conversation with is Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn. I was gonna get Zig Ziglar, dude. Yeah. I was gonna say that you're probably gonna say Zig Ziglar. He was uh, that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah, definitely has changed my yeah. life. Life so. changed for a lot of people for sure. Yeah. I, I had a feeling you were gonna say his name too, yeah. just knowing you. That's, fun. <laughs> That's so crazy. Um, okay, so if last one, if you can be any animal in the world, what would it be and why? Ooh, I was thinking either a cheetah or a bald eagle. Mm, why a bald eagle? I like bald eagles, man. They're nice. The representation. Yeah. What they stand for, the symbol of it. Yeah. Again, it's just like it's courage and boldness yeah and they soar super high yeah and then what and then what do you like about uh cheetahs cheetahs clean look they look fierce and then just also just they're fast but then when they're not fast they're super lazy right so i I, I can get to i could i could relate to both sides exactly (laughs) that's a nice little contrast there man Mm -hmm. well hey daryl i appreciate your time on here man i know it was a big step for you to come on i know you were kind of should i go should i should i not but i know that your story is very relatable to a lot of our listeners and that's what i look for for people to open up and Mm kind of share where you're at so i know you you've shared a bunch for people to take away with and i appreciate it man for sure man well hey just for the record yeah i want to do another podcast with you episode like later in june next year okay so that would mark one year of my agency yeah and also i want to be able to lose 30 pounds by then so right now i'm at 245 so if i could get down at 215 like what my goal is yeah That'd be great. You got it, man. And this is a two-year goal. I've never said it on here, but I plan to do 100 episodes. You're episode number 30. Yeah, you're episode number 30. So it's a two-year goal. So next June is definitely happening. All right. I'm excited. Yeah, keep it up, man. And good luck on your journey, man. All right. Thanks, man. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope that you enjoyed today's People Like You guest, Mr. Daryl Santos. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Friday for another episode of People Like You. And let's do this again sometime.